podcast that like likes interest that you actually like. I don't know, bro. It's mad hard. It's mad hard. Like I feel like it's but mad hard. It's very upsetting. But I mean, I have interests that are historically not um like you ain't gonna find women that's really into it. Too yeah, crazy. like you was just saying, like you you would like to find a woman that's like into like wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Like I would like to find a woman that like doesn't want to be in the streets and just like want to watch TV all day and like go to the movies and like art galleries and shit. And watch everything on television. Watch every fucking thing on television. So you want a a woman version of you? Yeah, I date me. Okay, I feel you. I date me. I think I'm pretty easy going. As far as television goes, there was one one woman that that we both know that watches just about the same amount as everything as you do. I'm not gonna say the person's name right here. I ain't gonna make it make it hot. But um, who's that person? Yeah, Yeah. I I need a hint. Y'all, y'all went to VSU together. Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. I can I can see that. Okay. I don't know about like the, the rest of y'all interests, but I know that's that's definitely one thing that y'all uh y'all share. Y'all watch every fucking thing. Listen, just, just about. I'm just trying to find somebody who likes sneakers and, and watches anime. Nah, sneakers, man. Sneakers, sneakers, sneakers and anime. Sneakers, <laughs> low key anime. Yeah. So you know what it is? Maybe because like I work at a tech company, but like anime is like. Oh no! I you found the whole pool of them shits, <laughs> yeah. nigga. That's that's not helping me, nigga. I'm like not, that's yeah. not what I'm like, finding. It's cra- like it's crazy the amount I, of like. I see that... mad anime girls in my timeline. Yeah, it's mad. So I don't it's... be checking for them. Like I see them, I don't know them. Yeah, and then on top of that, like like I was saying before, like, even DMs. with my homegirl, who um like I go to the like those those are interests anime, not sneakers, but like anime. And I'm like, okay, cool. We can keep it that, and then she has a man. So it was like I don't like proceed or nothing like that. But I don't find other people that's mm-hmm. like, yo, I like anime like that. Oh, like I like sneakers, and not like I don't know. I found this one, this one chick on on Twitter. I don't even know randomly she popped in my timeline. She's cute and she like wrestling. Definitely followed her. Be talking to her, but she lives in like fucking Tennessee or Kentucky or something. Problem, it's, it's, so that that ain't say, what like fucking Nova Scotia or some shit. Nah, it was a black chick, cute, cute right. black chick. But um, yeah, she's mad far. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Two Loud Podcast, episode number one nine nine. I don't no, know because my, my my shit's still missing an episode, so I'm still behind on whatever. One nine eight. I don't know something. This is one ninety eight. All right, one ninety eight. We start the same way each and every week, so let's go. It's your boy D.A. Davis. And it's your boy Snow Prime. And it's Mr. Showtime First Name Hollywood. Fellas, how are we doing? How, how's everyone's week? How's everyone's mental spirits? What's up? Nothing. Okay, no doubt. Okay, we, this is how we still gonna start. We got nothing for me. You ain't for me. Uh, yeah, I thought That's you funny because I was actually just... trying to formulate a sentence and he just was like, oh, fuck it, y'all, fuck y'all. But now, um, nah, I mean, mental, like I mean, it's not in, the, seconds. not in the best place. I mean, no, it's like literally gathering thoughts so you don't say the wrong shit. Like, Understandable. So it's like, uh, mental's not really in the best place. Well, what's up? What's going on? We'll talk about it. Uh, bullshit with work. Uh, aggravating ass white people after a while. It's like you want to be on some fight the system shit, but then you still gotta pay bills and shit like that. And until you like actually decide to be like, oh, I'm gonna go into business for myself, and you actually actually figure that out. Oh, like what type of business you want to be in? 
you can't really just say fuck you, but I feel like that little veil or that um that mask I put up for work, especially when I start to do a little cold switch, I feel it coming down. Like my supervisor today asked me some stupid ass questions, like, and I just felt it like I didn't say to stop asking me stupid fucking questions, but like she, I like, I said I did X Y Z when I was home Friday. She turns around and asks me like after within the conversation. So did you finish uploading X Y Z? And I looked at her like I I dad just told you that. And I feel like even like certain slangs coming out still like just how I regularly talk instead mm-hmm. of how I dumb down shit or like I should say filter shit for work like I feel it like all coming out so it's now like what the fuck I'm gonna do well eventually I'm probably gonna say some shit and when that happens because I read, she already called me aggressive one time in the email one time when she was just sitting here hounding like literally every worker annoying the shit out of everybody after we just did a training about fucking harassment mm-hmm. so it's like yo you're annoying us you're stressing us the fuck out it was one of those times like yo I did XYZ check this out I'm not coming in this day and I'm putting in for the time so it's like oh you don't have to be so aggressive I'm like and I was about to respond to like yo me and you don't speak I've been working there for five years me and you don't speak we don't speak you're my supervisor and you actually don't know how to actually manage people because it's me and my other co-worker my other co-worker manages me you don't do that mm-hmm. so now that somebody's on your ass your supervisor your boss is on your ass now you want to be on my ass or everybody else's ass and make it a hard time for everybody shit like that I don't like especially if you're a shitty ass supervisor so, it's just been an ongoing thing, especially from since the pandemic started last year and shit. It's just, like, really frustrating. I feel you. I think that's, um, I'm, I think I have a theme for this of conversations that people need to have. When I say people, just the, the general population, I'll need to have more often. And when you talk about you're, you're wanting to kind of go against the system and buck against the system... But the the reality of like, oh, you got bills to pay and mouths to feed, mouths to feed, so you can't really, you know what I mean, give it up how you want to. Well, I think that that's a lot of people, and like you hear, I feel like sometimes uh, a lot of uh, successful people they break these things down in like very easy terms, like, oh yeah, and I mean just quit and invest yourself and start whatever, whatever, whatever. And yeah, I mean, there's there's something to that. Sometimes you just have to kind of like jump out the window and like make it happen. But like statistically, not everybody's going to make it. And people have to have that conversation with themselves. Like, all right, what am I willing to risk? Right. So in, in your case, am I willing to to risk my, my daughter not having something? Right. Am I willing to risk? risk losing uh like missing a, a rent paying payment or whatever whatever amount willing to re- like what are you legitimately willing to risk to kind of live your life your way weight against putting up with some bullshit at, 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 at whatever whatever place of employment like I don't, I don't really have no answer like i don't think anyone has an answer that's still kind of a individual individual uh risk assessment that people need to take but we need to start having those conversations more like, yo, what, what is that really like? Like, it ain't, it ain't that easy. Like right. there's, there's real life consequences to, 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 to these decisions, like how you act and react and work. So, yeah, I mean, listen, I'm just watching more and more people actually quit their jobs, either find a new job or either just, you know, like enjoy 
the time that they actually don't have to actually answer to somebody sometimes. That's something that the um the pandemic did did give us. A lot of people out here just like whether they lost their job through the pandemic or they just came like life like the like how brief or sudden life can be taken away from you just hit people. A lot of people just said fuck it and they um they start doing to start doing their thing and uh, start making moves for themselves. So yeah, like that's that that's that I always say like there's new rules now post pandemic and that's what I'm like people still trying to figure this way out. I think that's one of the positive things that came from uh uh such a such a, a negative worldwide devastation. Yeah. Especially with um the pandemic showing that a lot of these jobs don't give a fuck about their workers also. Mm-mm. Sorry. I did that thing where I was got the thoughts was gonna speak for longer so I thought I had time to take a drink. I was and waiting I for you to say something in your head trying to how you doing the drink nigga because I had a thought <laughs> but I, I was I wasn't ready but no there 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 I have some 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 other uh topics of like jobs institutions that say they uh they care about you but they 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 really don't like I mean this is Oh, this, yeah. this 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 whole thing that's is, a big facts and like, and like even like pre pandemic like I've I've went through that like I quit my job of seventeen years like walked in one day and I was just like yo like nobody fucking cares about this job and like you're sitting there trying your hardest and like these jobs they they say they care about workers but they care about workers now I mean they care about they, it's like it skits levels it's like yo we care about like. The workers, but like store managers, we don't give a fuck. It's just like, yo, your salary now, make it work with whatever we got, mm. and we want, or we want to, re- and we want to return on our investment. And they, they really don't fucking care. Like you could go through it, like you sit there and be like, yo, like X, Y, and Z called out. You want me to come in on my off day, or X, or this is happening. You want me to come in on my off day? When like when I was coming up, it was just like, yo, you happen to be that that mid key holder. My nigga, you got stuck. Any other job, you get stuck. That's what happens. Hey, if somebody can make it, somebody can make it. But, you know, a lot of these jobs, they don't fucking care. Or some jobs, like, some other places, just like, I bet if if it's a slower day, fuck it. Can't nobody come. Now, I'm starting to realize in that same company, is just like, yo, somebody can't come in, shut the shit down. Somebody has nails, somebody has uh, uh, fingernails, and they're the closing shit, shut the shit down. Somebody can't do this, shut the shit down. But when I was coming in, it was just like, nah, we need you to, we need you to come in from all the way from ten buck fucking two or where the fuck you was at, and and do that. And and I'm starting to realize, and I'm starting to realize, like it's really just crazy out here, and, and realizing the difference between working in like two different companies to where like there's more people. Like most companies are kind of like, yo, like, hey, you you just gotta fend for yourself. Like the company I'm in now is yeah. like, yo. Fend for yourself, my nigga. Like you closing by yourself. We're gonna give you the support, but we hope you know how to do the, the closing duties that are, are in your department. And after that, it is what it is. If you can't, hey, we don't know how to do it neither. You maybe you could call somebody else in your department and they could fucking explain that shit over the phone. And and I've been in, and I've been in predicament like that too, where I was closing with some idiots. I was maybe like four months in, and the idiots ain't really know what the fuck was going on. And I had to like yo, and niggas was just like yo, do this. Boom, 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 and I walked through, it and I was able to do everything. But should have called gang. In most, in most, but like, in most, that. yeah, <laughs> but in most places, most places, niggas is just like shut oh, yeah, down. But like, shit, but yeah, in the same oh, shit with snub. Like I was going through it this week. Like I fucking had a revelation when I sat down and like realized like I left my fucking job at seventeen years and took a thirty k hit. Like that's half my fucking pay that I was making. So it was just like. 
you 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 do that and then like you know mix with like other shit that you got going on in life like you know how they say like check on your strong friends fucking somebody check on me and I fucking broke down for like fifteen minutes I was like nah not fine <laughs> See, but you you bottled fine. it up in the in a way where like huh. is this a deep dive episode on friends no nah, but no I'm just thinking because like I want to explain it in the same in a way too that like no nah, because I already know what you're I gonna pay say attention to like how most of y'all react. So when something's bothering you, we can usually tell something's bothering you, but you tend to bottle it up sometimes. Oh, no, all the time. So... It's not sometimes. It's all the time. No, but you... Exp- like, sometimes it's like... Uh, I don't want to say pulling teeth. I hate that term unless I'm like I'm really mad at somebody. It's kind of like... Uh, I guess you could say scratching the surface a bit. Like, mm-hmm. like when we constantly ask you, then sometimes you might actually like give us a peek or something, but not like, you know, like fully open up. You'll just say something or like something that's slightly bothering you. It's like, okay, cool. We'll try to work on that or whatever. But then a lot of the stuff I know, like you tend to bottle up and I know everybody tends to have their person or like, yeah. Cause it's usually not even a lot of people that people would actually turn to. Everybody has at least their person or, or persons as in like less than, less than five. You can't count them on. I mean, you're not counting off your whole hand, right? You have that one person that if you say something, you're going to just open up the floodgates on, basically. Mm-hmm. So I understand that. Like, that's why I don't always, like, always, like, try to overpry and all that stuff with everybody. Because it's like, I'm not the person that is probably meant for you to actually, like, express or get that off to. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you should definitely know that. Because I, I have friends where oh, I just know motherfuckers. And I let them know, like, yo, if you if you ever have to cry, like... I'm going to pat you on your back and be like, are you okay? But I'm really not going to know how to take it from there. Like, cause I used to see that shit a lot with like fucking workers used to fucking come into work and start crying. I'm just like, yo, that's crazy. Next. (laughs) And they they sitting in the corner and they sitting in the corner cold blooded. Cause at the end of the day, and I think just me mentally, I think just the era that I grew up in at the end of the day, shit got to get done. You got to, you got to keep on pushing. Like I can sit here, I can sit here and tell you all my fucking problems stemming back since I was fucking seven years old. But at the end of the day, I got to get up and go to work tomorrow because I got fucking bills to pay. I got shit that I want to do with my life. So it's just, so but, I do bottle a lot of that stuff in and it's not healthy. I said, I have said like, Hey, I, I'm interested in fucking going to therapy, but like, have I ever made like that, uh, that push to say like, all right, cool. I'm actually going to like seek out a therapist to sit here and talk about that. Cause a lot of times too, I feel like I'm the, I'm, I'm that strong friend. I'm that shoulder for people to lean on. And then sometimes you feel like, yo, like, Oh, I know what this person, what this person, what this person, what this person, what this person is going through. And I don't want to burden them with like my shit. Cause somebody who like you could fuck with and you could sit there and be talking to and sit there and be telling you, oh, I got problems at home, I got problems at work, I got problems with this and I got problems with that, and you sitting there like, bitch, I got problems too, but you don't want to. It's like, it's like, all right, cool, we got all these fucking problems. What are we gonna do? So I rather just keep my shit in, help you work through whatever you got going on to get your fucking mind jogging. And me, I just sit here and pop a cork on something and just call it a day. Yeah. I'm, I'm very much on, on, on that same kind of uh, wavelength. I've said on here before. I, I think it was when uh, when we had Waller here, and he was talking about uh, his his journey through uh, um, seeing his therapist and, and, and like how that helped him out. And I was and I was just saying like I wouldn't I I would like to uh, receive help 
exactly in, in that way. But I don't know where to start. And I'm much like you. I'm out that that lane where like I can compartmentalize and shit just got to get done. So it's it's gonna get done. And rightly or wrongly, it's probably I've, I've like said like it's probably not the best way. But that's just how I I just kind of keep moving keep keep moving forward. And uh, excuse me, like we said, like understanding is probably not like the 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 healthiest way to um to go through life but it, it 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 is it is what it is but um going back to the point of um jobs not caring i mean like i don't remember like when it was but it was like some time ago i just came like you kind of have to like see like the the business like the, like corporations there they exist to make money right they exist to grow and make money and whatever mm-hmm. so like to expect the business to kind of care about the people is just is is kind of like a, a lost cause because that's not that's not what it exists to do now there might be people in the business to kind of care a little bit and like do things to help out where they can but like i i stopped looking out for like jobs and to, to, to care about me in, in, in those ways like a long time ago whatever and especially with, especially with the last the last place of employment uh, same place where, uh, where, mm. where, where, where D was talking about he left like we just going in like and it wasn't like I, I expected them to care about me but I expected them to like notice like yo I'm out here putting in this work so like, I'm, like, I'm out of, here like, doing empathy you want from them at least like a little like a tad bit or mm-hmm. not even empathy but like some sort of, like sort of like common sense common sense is a good word because if I'm approaching it from the standpoint of okay this company exists to make money like their numbers that goes and productivity that goes behind it and i'm out here putting in this extra work and a proven track record of producing these numbers and these metrics in a positive manner right mm-hmm. and then to not be appreciated or properly compensated for it that was my issue that's literally and then you get to the the uh the politics and how kind of people even though I just said like there are people who sometimes care, but there are also people who would manipulate it for whatever for whatever their their reasons. Especially um, HR. For whatever their reasons for manipulating, whether it be kind of just looking out for your friends or sexism or racism or or just incompetence on their part, but for whatever reason, kind of uh, manipulating uh, what should be the goal. We all here like the company's here to make money. We here to help the company make money. If I'm doing that, then you should like there should be some kind of recon- recognition and proper compensation and a, a lot of times there isn't that which kind of brings me back again to the realization through the pandemic that people realize oh no this company don't care about me they're not uh appreciated my what my contribution to the company now i'm gonna go do something else so now we get to the the space where these companies need workers but these workers who felt unappreciated or underpaid on the value they're finding other ways to to uh to uh to, to get to the get to the money whatever and now that now you to uh, to, to d what you talking about like now the company is doing things differently because they got to do whatever they can to hold on to whatever workers they got right. and to try and attract new workers so now they realize oh shit we was do we we had it good when people was uh uh, uh trapped in a cave um and didn't know no better right so and now some people, oh, they, they they saw the light behind them and they come out the cave and they realize the whole big world. So now we have to rethink and and, and re redo the way the way we've been uh we've been occupied uh, um 
uh handling our business for uh how many how many uh years and decades or whatever so yeah like i said we in a whole new world man things, things are changing all around us and i'm and it's still continuing continuing to change and we we haven't even it's a settled con- yet it's a constant like fucking eye opener because you like you even mentioned the 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 lack of recognition the compensation all that shit like for my job, I work in the office, and I was, you could say, like a guinea pig for them going into the office. When everybody wasn't going to office, shit was on lockdown. They had me come into the office, doing certain shit, scanning certain shit. And it's like, yo, so you risked my health, first of all. You risked the health of my daughter and my mother as well. Because at the time, we was uh, Kay was actually with me for like at least three months from the beginning of the part, pandemic. Because I was, everybody was scared. Mm-hmm. You do all that shit. You harass your fucking workers after a while, and it's just annoying. You have everybody on the edge. Their nerves is fucked up. The trains, like, eventually we started, started back using trains because at one point it was actually paying for us to get, like, Ubers and shit, so at least, cool, that happened. And even that, when it came back to the compensation with the even the Ubers that they were supposed to pay off, that was even a hassle. I have a fucking supervisor. He's supposed to run walk me through the steps in order for me to get the stipend back for me to get the money back in my pocket. You mean to tell me you're going to say, hey, just go on this website and do this? But then yet there's a whole fucking form that you did not explain. You didn't explain nothing about codes and all that stuff. I have to go to one of my coworkers and be like, hey, have you filled out one of these? And she walked me through the whole shit. So if I never asked her, I would have never got paid back. Shit like that. And you, you, we always get like a, um, <clears throat> we always get a bonus by the end of the year, like one bonus by the end of the year. And then you always get like a little raise. So now when your bonus looks like one of your bonuses from shit, when you first started working and you're like, bitch, I literally risked health and came in here when you had nobody coming in here. And this is how you motherfuckers repay me. That left a really bad taste in my mouth since like the end of the year of, of last year. So now coming into this year is now like you want to speak to me, you want to say about certain shit, you say stupid shit, I'm gonna look like look at you like you fucking stupid, and I'm not gonna filter that. You're gonna know when you say something fucking stupid to me. All that nice guy shit is out the window now, cause now it's like there's certain shit you want to try to stress people over. Certain work wasn't done. We was in a fucking pandemic. And I feel you, man. It ain't, I don't have uh, I stopped having loyalty for these uh. These companies a, a, a long time nah, ago. but it's fucked up because during the whole time, you still deal with other shit. You st- I dealt with certain health shit, like, several times. So I was out for, like, several different weeks for, like, different fucking reasons, my nigga. Different fucking reasons. When I email my supervisor, this bitch ain't respond to me at all. I said, yo, I'm in the hospital. Ah, 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 ah. She ain't fucking respond to me. Some people don't know how to respond in that moment, but it should have been something. It should have been like, nah, hey, are you the, okay? No, that bitch At is least. cold. That bitch is cold. I know that bitch is cold. I'm calling mm-hmm. her a bitch because that's exactly what the fuck she is at the end of the day because that's how she carries herself to be. So it's like, dog, this hap- something else happens again, you don't say nothing. Unless something else happens, but I can actually work from home, cool. But guess what she hits me up for? Oh, you're working from home? Um, e- at the end of the day, email me what you did. Suck my dick. Yeah, I mean, like I said, many places, like, eh, eh, there's, there's no loyalty. You kind of have to, like, really approach it in that same kind of cold cold manner. Uh, but keep it on the topic of uh, uh, dysfunctional bad, workplace. No, 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 you good. You good. Uh, 
of dysfunctional workplaces. Last week we spoke about uh, Rachel Nichols and uh, the comments she made about Maria Taylor and, and what, what have you, what have you. And th- through through that, there's been a lot of um, a lot of talk, especially from uh, former ESPN uh, employees about just the uh, the work environment in uh, in, in, in ESPN and how they go about business. So I was, it was uh, the Dan Lebertard show and Dan had on uh, Amin Hassan and Jamel Hill, two people, uh, two black people used to work at uh, ESPN are uh, no longer there. Uh, Dan Lebertard also used to work at ESPN and, and, and he's no, he's no longer there. He's, he's, he's doing good things. Well, well, they all three of them are doing, doing really good things and kind of moved on and actually making more money when they did with ESPN, but that's neither here nor there. So they was talking about the whole Rachel Nichols thing, whatever. And then, uh, Jamel spoke about like how like ESPN don't really like like when things like these these controversial things come up, they don't really fire you. They kind of just like find ways to tuck you away, tuck like whatever your whatever show you used to be on, you're not there no more. You whatever assignments you used to have, like and they they kind of like ease you away. And then two days later, they announced that they was taking Rachel Nichols off the. Uh, off the sideline gig or whatever, and 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 giving giving it to um um t- t- Taylor Taylor Brooks, who's who's an also amazing reporter, but just kind of that that whole that and a whole very thing. beautiful person. I love yeah. Taylor Brooks. So Taylor Brooks got that. I thought Taylor Brooks works for like Bleacher Report. I thought it was somebody else that got that. That wasn't Taylor Brooks that got that. Who who got? I don't think so. It was the chick that um. Oh God, it was Maria Taylor. And I'm I'm I'm, I'm confused. This is, um yeah. Damn. Look, look, I want, I want to give her a proper thing. It's definitely not Taylor Brooks. Yeah, um, I'm like, yo, Taylor Brooks, like, I think she works personally for Bleacher Report. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not Taylor Brooks. And I should remember this thing because I remember Damn, she name? used to what's go on, um, she used to be on Jalen, Jalen Jacoby's show all the time. That's our first, uh, because the girl got, that, got hit to her. that she was complaining about, M- M- it's not Maria Taylor. No, I'm saying the girl, she introduced the new girl that was doing the, uh, yeah, the finals. Yeah, yeah. Damn, I don't remember their names or where to look at it. Oh, uh, yeah. While, while y'all looked that up, I'll kind of get, get to one point. So, and they was they was talking about like how part of the problem at ESPN is kind of they put these they put people against Malika each other. Andrews. Malika, thank you, Malika, Malika okay. Andrews. Um, they they are so instead of they have like these slots, right? So it's gonna be a former athlete on the show with a woman, right? So now mm-hmm. because you only have one slot for the woman. You're gonna put women together, so whether it be Maria Taylor and Rachel Nichols, or uh, uh, Malika Andrews and Rachel Nichols, or uh, Linda Cohen back in the day, and Sage Steele, or whatever, like there's always there's gonna be one slot, one woman slot on any particular show, and now women just have to fight for it. Or you have um, former athlete here, so now this former athlete is either gonna fight with another former athlete, and they might. They, they've, they've, if you've noticed, there's a lot less um, journalists on ESPN, and they've replaced them with former athletes. Uh, in the, in the past couple of years, if if you notice, like how how a lot of their sh- a lot of their shows go, so there's always like they do things in a in a way to kind of put people against each other, and then when they get some bad press, they react like they like their whole thing is to react to it, and that just adds like obviously like you're in media, there's going to be competition just naturally. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing things in a very uh, reactive way instead of proactive, like, oh, 
we just want to be more diverse or whatever. So we'll just kind of look for qualified people of all different kinds of backgrounds or whatever, and we'll do that. And then it's just a natural progression instead of, oh, we're getting backlash because we're not diverse. So now we have to take this one person and put in this another person. And then you get that, then you get that, 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 uh, that head to head that we just had over the past week. And it's um a constant thing of how they've been doing business over there. And I even talk about how Woj, who, who everyone's love, how he, he's a type where he would put his name on someone else's reporting, whatever, because apparently he, anything, anything NBA related that ESPN does, it has to be, it goes through Woj. Like he, Stephen A might be the only other person who could kind of do something separately because he's Stephen A and he just does everything. But any any other up and coming reporter, whatever, through any kind of NBA reporting, it got to go through Woj. That's kind of uh, nasty because um, this whole time I thought he was just like a machine, like he would really nah, be the yeah. one to. And Woj but, is the big. He he's he graduated like when I feel like when he got the ESPN, he graduated to, like big homie status. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. you got your underlings. So it's like. It's like say Woj is Woj is fucking Nino Brown, but you got your fucking you got your G monies in the streets that's moving away. You get the information, you gotta give it to Nino Brown. But Nino Brown is not gonna go to the next boss and be like, yo, G Money told me. He's gonna be like, Yeah, I fucking heard X, Y, and Z. But so, at the same time, by doing that, you still holding down yeah, you, other reporters because now these reporters, cause like uh, I think it was a mean that made this thing like, oh, Woj don't have no relationship with uh with players and like they they don't, they don't really fuck with him. Like, God, he moved. Like his relationships is more front office people, like other other rich white people, like they mm-hmm. moving them circles, whatever. But as far as like getting stories from players and, and like that kind of stuff, he he has to rely on other reporters who a lot of names that we don't know, and they'll report and just because they got to go through old, he'll say, nah, you got to stick my name on that. Like like he's he strong arms him. Uh, uh. Ariel Hawani, uh, I don't know if, y- if y'all hipped him, but he, the MMA dude, like, he's, like, the number one MMA guy, whatever. Wait, what's his name? Ariel Hawani. I've heard podcasts with him on there. Yeah, so, apparently, even from before he got to ESPN, Dana White didn't really fuck with him, and Dana White got him fired from Fox. Then he went to ESPN, and that, then UFC got that deal with ESPN, and apparently Dana White made his life hell. So all this kind of UFC reporting that you see, that shit all goes through, like Dana White. Like if Dana White don't want that to come to light on ESPN, none of that come through light. So there's a lot of there's a lot of things over this past week through that Rachel Nichols shit that people are coming out and talk about how ESPN does their business. So when you hear, so sometimes like like you hear some stories, uh, from some time past, you're like, yo, how they keep the secret? Because all this shit goes through channels. I remember a few years ago when um UNC had they got in trouble like they was cheating on some tests with they with the athletes or whatever. I don't know if y'all heard about that, whatever, but you probably didn't hear about it because at the time a whole lot of them ESPN heads went to UNC. So they so they didn't really cover it the way mm-hmm. the way because that's they school that's they school and whatever. So they didn't really cover it. So like you hear these things and and it's going back to the initial top topic of uh toxic workplaces and then how they treat their employees and their staff, or whatever. And you hear all these former ESPN people talking about Oh, not like it was they were glad they worked there, obviously, because the exposure gave them and like that kind of platform. But actually going like they hated actually going going to work in in, in those buildings and offices in that space. So it, it it ain't just like the old common folk like us, man. This shit goes all the way into all kinds of uh, uh spectrums and what have you. Got you. Yeah, that's some shit. 
Oh, that's what I wanted. I'm glad you brought that up too, because I wanted to just double back to the Rachel Nichols shit real quick. Because like I started seeing like, because I think like one of our arguments or what we thoughts on it was like we wasn't understand why so many people was like upset about it. As far as like they should be, if that's how they feel. Mm-hmm. But um, did y'all catch like the racial undertone that she was given? Because I feel like, I don't know, maybe I was, like, blind to it. But, like, after, like, listening to, like, a bunch of podcasts, a bunch of people, like, reporting on it, I could kind of, like, see where they was coming from that maybe I didn't catch, like, on that first that first hearing, the first few times of hearing on it. I but... didn't catch it at first. So when we recorded, I, I didn't catch it. What brought it to my intention, and I went back to listen to it, and I was like, yeah, I see where you can get that. There was, um, like, I... I for the past however many months, like two months at least, I've been coming here talking about uh, the Black News Channel and um the 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 the, the woman, the morning anchor, um I, I, I forget her name. I, I should do her more credit and learn her name, but the the anchor of their morning show, um she she brought up that kind of and they and they, they were speaking about, they were speaking about this particular thing and she brought it to herself like as she's gone through her career and she's gotten a lot of that where oh you're only here because you're black. And then it was like, yeah, you know what? I I can I can see that where with what what Rachel said, she didn't say, oh, I don't want to lose my spot to anyone. She was saying they're giving my spot to this woman because she's black, and not talking about like how good Maria Taylor is and how Maria Taylor earned it and whatever, and uh and kind of like totally disregarding Maria Taylor's. Uh, pluses that got her Facts. there. So yeah, so like I didn't catch it at my personal. Yeah, I didn't I, catch it at I, first. I definitely didn't. But once catch it was it brought either. to me, I can see it. Yeah, and I was just like, uh, because like, because what was so crazy is that like, it was one of those. The way she spoke on it was like so not detailed, but like, but like, yo, just in case somebody want to snitch on me type shit. So I like she never said black. She was just like, yo, if they want to if they want to give her her because they're trying to like. Uh, uh, right their wrongs. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, not because like she's black, but like the shit that they got going on. She's like, then I know because I'm a female mm-hmm. type shit. And so I was just like, oh, like I kind of see where like I kind of see that part, but I feel like because I think we was more so of like, yo, I don't want to, I would never want to lose my job to somebody else. And two, I thought I didn't know she was complaining about staying on for like the finals commentator. I thought they was talking about the jump. No, it was um. My understanding it was the um the the countdown show like the finals countdown show that um with, oh, okay. with, with Jalen and um and Jay Will. Oh, okay. Cause cause it cause like Rachel Nichols did used to be the host of that show and like it was like like Maria might have filled in a couple times but last year since last year it has been Maria Taylor so obviously that's been a thing but the jump Rachel still has to jump. But that uh, NBA countdown show now, yeah, the whole even, time I thought it was... even through like the regular season now, it's been Maria, Maria Taylor. Okay, so yeah, see that's that's where and that's where I I thought and like you know like, I I really thought it was like the jump because I'm like yo like she's been the host why would she want to lose her job and that's where I wasn't that's where I wasn't like she still got the jump it, so. the, but but more people watch the countdown show because yeah. it's right before all before the, games the games and everything and so yeah stuff. so of course you would want that look too yeah so like like once again if we're talking about like losing a job I totally understand but we talking like yo like you trying to downplay like they're trying to give her this job because she's black Shorty was wrong completely and I could totally understand that mm-hmm. and I just wanted to double back and give ourselves a time like 
if we caught that undertone shit. Because I know, because I feel like a lot of people was always like, oh, like all these black men out here like caping for a white woman. And it was like, nah, it wasn't even for us. I didn't, it wasn't about like the color because once again, I didn't see the color in it. I only saw like, yo, they're trying to give this lady my job. But now, like, when people start explaining it and kind of like dissecting a little bit, it was like, oh, mm-hmm. shit. Like, we definitely missed that part of it and just wanted to double, double back and be like, yo, like, nah, I'm not going to sit here and like cape for like some white woman that thinks like they're going to be better than anybody that's black. I don't mm-hmm. give a fuck if that black person sells crack cocaine in the streets. Nah, you not. Yeah. Fuck it. And to the, the, the earlier theme I said where, conversation that we need to have more so that's one of them conversations so like where we didn't catch it but after like through conversations and it's been in in, in like the greater dis- discourse oh someone put oh you know what okay i can see that now mm-hmm. right and like and we have to give ourselves that room to kind of accept that and be wrong and be willing to listen to somebody like oh nah i understand what you're saying but here like look at it from this view and then you can you can even if you ultimately disagree, you can see where that person's coming from. In this in this in this sense, I don't disagree. I do one hundred percent see that 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 racial like oh nah, like you 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 was mad because you you were a quote unquote victim to racial diversity in your company, and that that's not what, and in in reality, Maria Taylor is kind of dope, and she is a better fit for that. If if nothing, even if like technically she wasn't a fit. You still have a league that is uh, mostly black, and she's just a a better fit being a black woman, mm-hmm. and who also used to play ball and used to play sports uh back back in her day. Yeah. And you, even the chemistry with her and Jalen and Jay is even better than right. Not to say Rachel was bad, but it's just different. It's better. Rachel is fine. She can keep the jump and whatever. It they might end up like kind of phasing her out uh, of the jump too, just because that's how ESPN <laughs> gives it up. But you gotta go to the rubber room. Like, yeah, but whatever. I mean, she'll be. She gives job on Fox. Yeah, like on Fox she fucking Sports has tea with fucking whatever. Barbara Barbara Walters or some shit like that. So that's yeah, right. I mean, yeah, she, she, yeah, she's fine. Uh keep it into the NBA. So last week a book came out, right? And it was it's bas- it basically is about uh the Nets from the time Kyrie and KD came in. So. 19 right that's some of 19 it kind of goes back to even like that last year when Kyrie was on uh the Celtics and KD was over in um Golden State and kind of oh, what Lattis. led what led to their decision to come to Brooklyn and, and what have you and it takes us up until like the playoffs um of of, of this year whatever whatever and the 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 author he's he's he wasn't a sports he was like a like a just a regular journal he wasn't a sports but he just kind of took this job on and like he got uh book relationships with the players and management whatever and a lot of shit that's out in his book I didn't uh I didn't read the book yet but I, just, I heard uh interview with him and I need to read this book but he's talking about how the Nets were paying for uh players girlfriends and side chicks and what have you paying for their uh for like housing like renting houses and shit for them how kd is out here smoking it down like he's out here burning beer ganja like or something crazy whatever like just the different relationships and when we thought that Kyrie, uh like when earlier this season remember when Kyrie just took that little Mm -hmm. little sabbatical nobody knew where he was at 
and they, they were saying it was like social justice. It was partly that, but partly like um, I guess his lady had a kid, so it was probably paternity leave, and just him just being affected by social justice, whatever, kind of getting his mind right with that and putting his life in order, and just kind of he spoke about like how Kyrie sees the world and Kobe's influence on Kyrie and how affected uh he was when Kobe died, whatever. And it was it was fascinating. He kind of goes into just the inner workings of the Nets and the NBA in general and there's there's a lot of things going back to uh what I said like how ESPN would kind of suppress stories mm-hmm. there's a lot of story like if mainstream journalism was like really like what they were supposed to be and was kind of impartial and just kind of s- said the facts a lot mm-hmm. of this stuff would be big time like front page news cause that whole shit with paying, paying for girlfriend's houses that's uh, uh salary cap violations because this is the actual team pay for, not the players. Like the team, like on part of it, like the, the players get their salary. Mm-hmm. And then the team's like, oh, nah, like here's 10 grand for your side check, whatever. So they're paying extra, basically. They go over the salary cap. Yes. So like, you, whatever. And you have, um, they're talking about, uh, so, so a lot of the book was really about like this new era of, of player empowerment. They basically said how like Kyrie and KD basically run the nets. So when we've like, the reason why James Harden is, is on the Nets, mm-hmm. so he was working out with. So at, I guess Kobe got like a little private gym, whatever. And the Nets, so during COVID when nobody was supposed to be practicing or whatever, whatever, Kyrie and KD took the whole Nets team. Like, well, now nah, we're gonna go to Kobe's private gym, and they was having these practices that was that they were supposed to have. In, and he was talking about like how they was basically kind of scouting who they wanted on the team and who they didn't want the team. And Harden was running with them, whatever. So. When Harden came, when Harden, Harden was on the Rockets, though. Yeah. yeah. So when Harden, so you remember when when people was like, "Yo, damn, you don't know how Harden gonna gel with them." Then he came in and it just seemed like oh, it was seamless. That's because he was playing with them since since the summertime and shit, whatever. When you were supposed to and all and all that, and a lot of these personnel moves is basically Ky- Kyrie and KD would say, "Nah, we want to do this, we want to do that," and they kind of just say, "Fuck it, whatever." As long as you here and you happy for the most part, if you don't do nothing too crazy then we just gonna let you have to run the place and it's kind of like that new player empowerment it's, it's just a fascinating fascinating look into the new NBA like so I mean and, and what it's going to be so like yeah. a lot of the shit that we thought LeBron was doing I was just about to say there's that. like like actual proof of it now that they're doing this over here with I was the gonna Mets. ask if you subscribe to that because I definitely believe that also believe that Kuzma is going but but now it, it, it was it was it was like a, a um wildly fascinating look like how um um whatchamacallit like they, they told me like how like some advice steve kerr was given to um to kd his, his last year there or you know, like how he like he was like yo you see how lebron he he, he kind of like pushes a lot of the criticism out and like he knows who he is and kind of like, you know, fuck him, LeBron, whatever. So then you put that story and add it to remember when he was like, yo, when KD was talking to the media, he was like, yo, you know who I am? I'm Kevin Durant. Yeah. So like that was a little bit of that Steve Kerr and like how Steve Nash's whole thing, not that he, he doesn't coach in the normal sense. Like he's more of like that Phil Jackson, like managing personalities. He got a babysit, whatever. But they be trying to like, if, if they come to, the, to them with like sets or whatever, and KD and Kyrie don't want to run that or whatever, or even harder now. Like, yo, no, nah, we not running that shit. Like, yo, step back, yo. We got this. We got this. And his job is just kind of make sure the person that, like, if they go too far, 
he'll reel he'll reel it back in. But like X's and O's, whatever, nah, they like that's the that's all the players yeah, doing. Like, that shit. I feel like I just feel like Nash Nash is kind of like is like pretty much like a Steve Kerr because we don't see Steve Kerr like really like coach like that. It's really just like y'all go out there, y'all do you. I'll draw something. Nah, up. No, no, no. The, the way he's telling, like Steve Kerr had way more input than what Nash. Like there's he's more like a Davis Bolstra from Miami when LeBron and Wade was on that team. Nah, no, no. Spo had more control over both of them. Nah, I never felt like people really had control over teams, especially with LeBron until like even. No, that's why LeBron left because Pat Riley wasn't having that shit. Because Pat Riley was like, "You're not supposed to coach, and y'all gonna lose that." That's why one of the reasons why LeBron. No, I get that, but then even when he tried to do it to Ty Lue, Ty Lue had to tell him, "Shut up, I'm running the team." That's also why he's not on the Lakers no more either. I mean, as the Lakers coach, he didn't no more anyway. Yeah, shout out Ty Lue. He's he's underrated coach. Um, but yeah, it was just, it's just a fascinating look. I'm, I need, uh, I'm just about to buy that book this week and uh, reading it. But it's, what's it called? Um, shit. I know we don't get paid by. I, I, I wrote it down. Um, uh, is cannot the hustle? Okay. By the way, I'm getting my book collection up, man. Cannot the hustle. <laughs> you fancy? I'm fancy. Yeah. All right, cool. We're gonna need some books nah, need, over here. Nah, we need, we need, we need to read more. Like, yeah. I mean, um, I'm not not really reading the books. I'm at I'm at like sneaker books and shit like that. Oh, uh, my mind. He was talking about the Pern books. Pern, yeah, it's fucking Black Tail and oh, fucking. No, Jesus every time about that time, uh, I, I, I once had a Pern? chance. I once had a chance yeah. to have, like have sex with like uh one of the founders of like one of them uh like I don't know Black Tail or whatever. One of them black porn magazines. One of them black porn magazines. Hello, what you that? <laughs> Holy you, shit! What you said? He was like, you almost had the chance to have sex with one of those like black magazine. I said, I hope it ain't straight stunting. I remember straight stunting. Oh, C seventy four locked down. Anyway, <laughs> the drama uh, king is in the building. <laughs> The, the the woman who who was like editor chief or whatever she she was also a, 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 a she was a stripper and at one of my homies his birthday party the his his girl had got had got her to dance at the birthday party whatever and she was there and when they when they came it was uh our Red Hook and the projects whatever so when they, when they came oh, she went hell. down there uh Ugh. to uh to like to pick her up so I went with. With her to pick the to pick uh the woman up, the woman and her partner, whatever. So they came and we we talked about it. We kicking that she was feeling me a little bit. So when it was time to go back, she was basically said like, "Yo, like come through." And then my homegirl's like, "Yeah, go ahead, whatever." But in order for me to do this, I'd have to walk through the projects at like two o'clock in the morning with these two women by myself, and I don't live there. And I was like, you know what? This could end wrong, so I was like, "Yo, nah, like you gotta." I told my homegirl, "You gotta come with me," because she like she lived and grew up in the process. So like she like she's my she's my card Wait, to be walking so they through the. Wanted you to walk to the through the peas without them, without. So my my homegirl who lives there, right? Yeah. And then it was like the the the, the two, two yeah. the, the two the two dancers. I'm doing the whatever, math. right? Okay. So they were saying, "Leave my homegirl." Yeah. And you come with us. All right. But then I was like, my homegirl, she is my my car to safety. I was I was I was scared of getting jumped in Red Hook. No, no, yes. I, 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 <laughs> one, no, I, one, we got that. One is Red Hook, so like I don't. Red Hook is probably 
Like when we talk about least favorite like neighborhoods in Brooklyn, it's yeah. Red Hook then Brownsville. That says a lot. I feel a lot safer Brownsville. If we were some Brownsville, I was good. And that's just because <laughs> I knew like I went to high school with people like from Red Hook and like they left like a sour taste in my mouth mm. and like yeah I just and don't I just fuck spent with, way more time in Brownsville too. But. I just don't fuck with Red Hook like that. Like they ain't no business for me being in Red Hook. Like I hate that big ass fucking red sign that says Red Hook. Yeah. When you I used like, to love like, their pool when I was a kid. Fucking but, yeah. go through the fucking fork in the road. I hate that shit. I, yeah, Red Hook just fucking makes my fucking skin crawl. But huh. I think I probably would have chanced it. But I could also say that like I've been invited. I've I might have I might have found her in social media recently. I got to do my due diligence to make yeah. sure the same person. But, but yeah, she still look alive. I've though. been invited to like uh like. Like uh, is that it's not Freeport? It's not Freeport uh, peas, but like in that area, like off of Atlantic between like Atlantic and like fucking uh, uh and uh, it's Atlantic and probably like Troy or something like that. There's mm-hmm. like PJ somewhere over there. I forget the exact joint. There's like a there's like a there's like a, a soda distribution over there because my homegirl, one of my homegirls, I think like, I know you're talking about. One of my homegirls living like the peas over there. And I remember she hit me up. It was late night. And it was on some like, yo, come through. I want some pipe. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not doing nothing. Called the Uber and got out there. But she wouldn't pick up. Because I was like, yo, I'm going to stay on the phone with you. Because I don't know the door isn't open. She fucking fell asleep. And my thing was, out of everything that scared me the most, it was a nigga in a wheelchair outside at... Two o'clock in the morning playing dominoes or spades. Oh yeah, no, nah, that sounds. And dangerous. I was like, nah. That sounds wild. I, I was like, home. nope, I, I ain't doing home. it. I ain't doing it. And she was just like, yo, I sent you like the, I sent you the the apartment number. Why didn't you? No, nigga, there was a nigga in a wheelchair outside. I don't think you understand how dangerous these niggas in wheelchairs are. Like, yeah. <laughs> like a wheelchair cushion can hold a lot of shit. For him to get there, he had to do some shit. Cause I feel like he wasn't born that way. Yes. And for him to still be outside. At that time of night, or nah? Yeah, like, nigga, you know pull what? a fucking shot. He has a lot less to live for than me. Like, I, I want to <laughs> shout somebody out, but I don't know if I should shout somebody out. Let's just keep it pushing. Yeah, like... Talking about that girl boyfriend? Oh, no. Oh, my bad. I was talking about one of the homies from uh, my old block, but then I don't want to <laughs> say that and Fuck knowing man. the type of either person way, he is. Either way, done. I saw a snub did there. I'm done, yeah. <laughs> I'm a bar guy. I, I be forgetting. Yeah, that. I, be... I always think it in one of the main things too. And like, even I'm not even gonna bring up this topic because my homegirl pissed me off with this shit. Well, fucking dumbass boys in the hood outside of comparison, fucking Dominicans. Um, That's, uh, feels uh, racist, um, but you're Panamanian. Um, so the you nigga from fucking you said he's, he's, you no, it's not racist. You get a pass. You get a pass. It's just dumb. Like you can't compare out the outside of movie but to that was kind of my point when you brought it up in the chat, and I was like, why would I don't you? think I saw the outside of the movie? So I don't have enough. I have no. You probably read the book. It was a book. And it's a great movie, but you can't compare it to. It's, it's, it's like it's, yeah, it's it's like saying it's like saying New Jack City is like the Bronx Hill. It's something dumb like that. Yeah, but um. Like, the nigga from Boys in the Hood, he was in a wheelchair and he was always about, he was like, he you're in a wheelchair, action. but you always rolling with the niggas to fucking shoot some shit up. He like, about that nah, action, like, yeah. No, like, come on. He did about that so, action. Yeah. Um, Again, the reason why I won't shout out the person. Yeah, and I knew Latin King niggas that used to be in wheelchairs, man. They used to fucking scare me. Like, RIP the dead, man. Nigga gave me a Movado watch. And I couldn't find that shit for like three months. And nigga was like, yo, where the fuck is the watch at? And after I found that shit, it was like in the back of my drawer. Like, I'm scared of a nigga in a wheelchair. They used, to f- they used to fucking throw money out the fucking window for me to go get him a fucking sandwich from the Ock. Like, my nigga, like, 
just tip you the fuck over. Wait, a wheelchair nigga just send you to the store? Yeah. I respect it. Yeah, <laughs> he was, he was I respect it. He was an OG. He was an OG. Oh. He was an OG nigga. Like, but he was an OG LK nigga. Fucking Panamanian. Like, Panamanian LK niggas. Like oh, okay. Yeah. That's different, different. Uh, shout out to them, too. I, I want to shout out to somebody else, but I'm, you know what? No, no shout outs. I ain't going to okay. incriminate myself. Uh, <laughs> another sport-related thing. So, the, uh, the, the what you call it, the... Um, the the new the new rule nil or whatever it's called name yeah, name engine likeness where the uh, the college kids they could uh get endorsements and, and oh, what, yes. what have you two well one of the masterpiece kids got paid right yeah yeah I think okay. he, he came in with like, like a million dollars two, or like two, a million or two from like some type of tech company um two two things one this is just like a, a step to like the schools paying paying their kids because they're all these rich boosters are gonna like find all kinds of ways to uh throw money at these kids or whatever but whatever and it's it, they the schools the schools need to pay pay their kids and their employees like they even ran they went to the fucking supreme court and even like one of the conservative trump judges was like yo wait do you mean to say that you don't pay your your labor this makes no sense whatever so within like five ten years they're gonna uh pay the kids because that whole Oh, is money for their tuition shit is, is bullshit. We can't pay no bills of tuition. And with that but that's one thing. What I really want to talk about is since that's happening, you got Reggie Bush and Jalen Rose talking about like yo nah, give us our shit back. So Reggie Bush, Heisman Trophy winner, uh uh they, whatever records he had at USC, he was uh like a star running back for UFC. They took away his Heisman, they took away his records, whatever wins they got at the, their championship like everything all the shit he did they tried to they, wipe it they, they wiped all that he's like well, nah, yeah, give they, my shit back. they did wipe yeah. it oh, they, did. Oh. they say nah give me my shit back Jalen Rose with the Fab Five they took all that Fab Five shit down Chris Webber they, yeah they took their banners down he was like yo for, for, for 30 years people called me they was calling us uh, cheaters whatever nah give us our shit back uh, especially now since Juwan Howard is the coach or whatever like yo nah get, run all our shit back so I just want to bring that up to all our list, like whatever little uh, uh, reach we have, now nah, we need to like reset all those records from people back in the day who who may or may not have taken money and all their records and accolades uh, got taken away. Uh, Jalen was like, like their their I forget the, uh, the the name of the coach. Be like, nah, he's a Hall of Fame coach, which he he is, coach of the Fab Five, won national titles, not with the Fab Five, but with other teams. Like, yo, nah, there's people whose lives were affected, lost money. Um, they lost all kinds of status because of that cheater stigma, and they need to like that need to be some go back in some uh, reparations and re- retroactively uh, give them people back all their records and shit. Yeah, like even if like give them back their shit, and like I'll even allow an asterisk if you want. Like, hey, like this person was stripped away from such and such, but due to like due to the new rules or whatever the case may be, we are now reinstating reinstating like these people's like records. Cause like I just think is one I just think is dumb. Um, two some of them like for instance I think like the Fab Five lost all their shit just because of Chris Webber, right? I believe. Yeah. Or was it other people in the program? But I know Chris was like the main one. He's he's the one that I don't. Other people may or may not have done whatever, but he's like he's the main one that like they quote unquote caught yeah. with something. Even though like he never really admitted whatever, but yeah, it just it looked bad. Yeah. He's he's the one where it looked really bad for. But he, he tweeted out that he wants the keys to the secret room on campus 
wink, wink, you know what that means. I don't know what that means. I have no idea. But what apparently, means, but... there's like some skull and crossbones <laughs> secret room somewhere on Michigan campus, and he wants I he it. wants the key. Either he wants the keys back, or he just wants a key now. Nike's still making money off the Fab Five. Like they was one who got, who made Harachis popping, black socks popping, ball heads popping, long shorts popping. Michelle, I'm a big five Fab Five friend, so I just want to. Uh, uh, shout sh- shout them out and uh and 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 push for them to get get they shit the way they supposed to get they shit. And shout out to my Michigan Dunks, man. Yeah, I'm all for them to get their shit back, man. It's just about time, and I'm I'm glad that this is finally um this is finally happening. Um, I just yeah, I just I like I don't know. It's like it's weird to me, but it's like it's still like a good thing that is happening. But I guess like I. I don't think it needs to be policed, but I just I just see how this shit is gonna get weird. I see motherfuckers is getting endorsement deals from fucking uh uh, uh rolling is not. I was about to say rolling red. What's what's the what's the chicken spot down south? Howling is like Howling Rays or some shit like that. It's something. There's like a there's like a chicken spot that's like Howling Rays or some shit like that. I saw somebody like Masterpiece Son is not even like the most popular person on like whatever team he's playing for, but like. Is clearly coming in because he has a following somewhere. There's an MMA gym that gave that basically put the whole football team on endorsements. Like whatever, like I, yeah. I guess like like the owner, he's he just he's he's just um Miami Miami guy whatever. So before when he would have to go to the star players and they're gonna get the money here, like oh nah, we gonna give everybody five hundred dollars a month or some shit. I think that's what it's like. Yeah, whatever. and I respect so, that shit. So yeah, it's, 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 it's gonna be a lot of that. That's why I say this is only just gonna lead to them getting getting paid because all the boost yeah. whatever and you could re- you can quote unquote regulate it more if they're getting paychecks but now nah, i'm here for it because they they've been doing all the, the this this free labor for for years and years like because if you're on scholarship like jalen rose talks about this if you're on scholarship you can't get a job so you you here making all all you making all kinds of millions of dollars for everybody else and yet your mom's are still home living the projects like she, she can't she got to worry Hurts. about like how she gonna feed your little brother sister whatever like that 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 don't make no kind of sense to me. Yeah, don't talk about no scholarship. That scholarship don't mean shit. Yeah, because people yeah because people sit here and say like the education, but like yeah you getting like a free education, but that that education, if like you're trying to make something, it's like yeah all right cool you should know if like I feel like you should know if you're a good enough talent instead of like listening to like these fucking agents because at the end of the day they get a percentage or whatever, and unless you got like somebody that's like actually good at like being an agent. They're probably gonna tell you the wrong information because they just want you to shoot your chance at fucking getting like even scout, you, uh, uh, drafted. Even if you're not good enough to get to the league, if you are good enough to play on that team, mm-hmm. because the star point guard or whatever team, if it's just him and the star center, you still need three other people who are never gonna sniff the league, but they gotta play too. Like, they, like there is a value into having. Those other people, even oh, yeah, if they're not definitely. good enough to go to the league, but they're good enough to play here. Mm-hmm. Pay them exactly, and let them. They want to. They want to stay all four years. Hey, cool, but pay them people. I'm totally for it because I think I think it was the Showtime did a documentary on Ben Simmons when he was coming up, and I think like in the documentary, like it was a point he was just like, "Yo, like motherfuckers be hungry, and like the coach will sit there and see you hungry." But because of like rules and regulation, the coach can't even can't. spot you something. Like the coach can't be like, "Yo, hey, go a peanut butter jelly sandwich." Because I think there's been coaches that's been fired for giving players food, and I think that shit is the like rule, the dumbest shit ever. It might have been like five, is five to 
six years. It was definitely not even ten years ago. It was definitely less than ten years ago. But um, I remember like they made a big like one of the players. Uh, I think it was after UConn won their last championship men's team, and uh, they they made the players. They they he, in one of the news conferences he was like, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like if 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 the school gives me a bagel, that's cool. But if they put peanut butter on the bagel, that's a violation. And like that's the like like I didn't even know I didn't even know it was that bad. And like when he said that, and like the NCAA, they got that's that's the very that was the impetus that they very first start changing the rules and they kind of was more lenient with food. But imagine that, like yo, if I put peanut butter in the bagel, that's a fucking violation. Like, yeah. like the so whole they the whole don't system, offer peanut butter in the school. Yeah. It's not like it's, yeah, that the whole the whole system is really set up like it, 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 another conversation that we need to have more openly. The America was kind of set up on a system of exploitation of labor slaves right so and the 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 economic power and richness of this country was based on the the exploitation of labor right mm-hmm. so as so as we progress with and you can't have slaves no more so let's find different ways to exploit labor in whatever way we can and this is just an extension of that to exploit labor right because you don't have and it, it, it's not even lost in a lot of people that the most stringent rules are in the sports where it's predominantly black black and white right i mean black and like black players so like uh basketball and, and football because there, there's little rules for hockey and baseball where it's not that stringent in tennis and golf you can like still like fucking play professionally and still go to school and whatever and make money like like but- tiger tiger was getting money when he was at stanford you feel me so is 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 kind of it's kind of wild rules and like how they apply the rules, but it's all built on the the notion of exploiting labor for the betterment of the going back to our initial conversation. These companies they just here to make money. They don't care about these people. NCAA they here to make money. They don't care about these. They don't care about these kids and these students. Big facts. I was about to say something. My, my no, I was just gonna say like when you brought up tennis, I was just gonna say it seems like the black players tend to get um criticize more within that sport oh yeah but that's not that's that's a whole nother level of racism that that's separate and apart just from the exploitation of of the labor that's just like just races races being racist and 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 what have you um i will say just to wrap up this i would love to see like a new now that we got these rules i would love to see like a updated version of like blue chips or like the program Oh, like where movies they, where, where they could just, just do it see, out in the open, where they could just do it out in the open, yeah. and like it is going to be ridiculous. And like, cause imagine, like, you remember when like LeBron got the fucking hummy, uh, Humber? Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. all that type of shit. It was just like, yo, fuck y'all, I'm not going to college, like yeah, now, nah. like so. Just to see this and see like what those boosters like would probably do, and like, but I look also, at what they do in places like Texas. They are going to USC is going to be rid- now that they could do this show in the all the, all these like big schools. That you know they was kind of Alabama, like they were doing this in the low. Now they could do this in the open. You gonna see the most wildest. That's and that's my thing. Exploitation of that's, everything. That's my only thing. Like I like I don't want. And what I was like, what I was trying to say earlier is that like I don't want, I don't want uh, um the NCAA to have any hands on it. Because at first I'd be like I was gonna say something about like like kind of like policing it or like watching it or even if it's just like yo you're getting this, but a percentage of like what you're gonna get has to go into, like, a savings account or something like that for you to have, like, some fallback money or some shit. Which, regardless of the fact, is your money, you should yeah, do whatever want you want. Nope. But I just would hate for somebody that has, like, a bright future 
to get a taste of this and not know how to fucking act or somebody being like or like just for them like to lose their mind because i could just that's the free i could see how man. i could just see how like easily you could go i get but, it but that's the free market like they they give so if you if you if you go to school on a, on an academic scholarship right so you in science or whatever 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 right you and you get a grant some of that grant money goes to like pay you to do whatever research you're doing whatever whatever they're not saying oh you don't fucking know how to save your money and pay your taxes right now whatever you whatever you do with your money you want squander you, you squander whatever just do the research whatever like the let the free market do what the free market does i understand what you're saying but about protecting these these, these, these kids who they never had shit and now they're gonna get some money whatever when they're 18 I understand protecting them but that shouldn't be the ncaa there should be some financial literacy Mm-hmm. For them, that's a whole nother separate talk about like just general really, education yeah, or whatever. Just, I, don't, I don't want the NCAA touching them. Yeah, that's because, what's, nah, so my final thing. I don't want just, the schools touching them. Nah, yeah, my final teach thing. Teach them, but exactly. leave their money alone. My final thing was just gonna be like, yo, like nah, like I just, I just hope with, these kids are just smart. With whatever money that they're getting, they're just smart in it. Like not saying that you gotta invest it in some stock, but like be smart with it. Like it doesn't story. like you shouldn't. I feel like you shouldn't be on campus, fucking driving around and fucking fucking Rolls Royce rapes or some shit like that. Like be smart with this shit. You know what I mean? I just don't want to see like fucking students walking around with fucking Migos jewelry. On on that point, I I, I forget one of them sports podcasts I listened to, or whatever. But there was or maybe tell, it doesn't matter. Um, they made the point like you don't hear a lot of those stories of players going broke anymore. I think a lot of those lessons from the earlier players, when players really start getting paid, like they learned, and now a lot of these players, at least at the top level players, they've been groomed since middle school about like going to the pros, going to the pros. So like, there's a, a lot of them are ready. So when it comes to that time, they're better equipped to handle them. Whatever. Sino, another like weird and interesting thing that uh, from from the book I was about the Nets. Uh, uh, dude was on Dan Lambert's show, and Dan was like, "It was like the, something interesting you you learned about KD." And he was like, uh, "KD really isn't that interesting. Like, he smokes weed and play basketball. Like, that's his thing. Like, he don't really like he don't really fuck with the girls like that. He just like he smoke weed and play. All he want to do is smoke weed and play basketball, and then that is it. Which is yeah, like I don't. Like, I think all you do is probably just smoke weed, play basketball, and play video games. Because I feel like KD hasn't been like." Like romantically linked to somebody since like he was uh he was like engaged to like that woman basketball player. Early in his career. Yeah, yeah early yeah, in his yeah, career. Yeah, yeah. And I think like either he cheated or they just broke up or whatever. Yeah. And after that was kinda like it. And I think like he might have like shot his shot with somebody. Yeah, but the, and I mean, other than that, it was Yeah, just I'm pretty like, sure he fucking, but he didn't really like check for nobody yeah. like that. Um Shout out to Sin. Yeah. I didn't want to say it, but I mean, whatever. Uh, uh let, last thing before we wrap this up. I want to just update. Last week, I spoke about on Nicole Hannah-Jones getting uh, granted tenure at UNC. Um, what I did not know, I wasn't hip to at the time, was she basically told she basically told the white people, fuck you, and institution, and I'm taking my uh, talents to, to Howard University. So she, her, and another uh, uh, esteemed uh, black uh, writer and journalist, Ta-Nehisi Coates, they both would be going to uh, Howard University, HBCU in DC. Some people call it the Mecca. I would not because I mean, I mean, I'm a uh, Morgan State Bear. Fuck them Bisons, but still, still love. You know, I fuck with y'all. Um, and with with Jeez. them, 
with them going there, they're kind of bringing a $20 million do donation from uh, some company, I, I forget. So it's it's going to be their services plus $20 million to go to the, um, that that institution. And I just want to like point out, uh, there's there's been a, a uptick in support and, and resources going to HBCUs. And I know uh, I saw an interview with them over the weekend, and they were saying they're just not... It's just not them. Like they, they're building like a network not only to uh, get resources to Howard, but uh, a bunch of other schools, HBCUs mm -hmm. around the country. Like, like it's a, it's a concerted effort, and I, and I love to see that. So shout out to uh, all HBCU uh, current students, alums, former students, faculty. Y'all doing uh, great work all, all, all over the country. So just, uh, just want to uh, like correct myself from what I said last week and, and update the people on that. Nothing. Cool. Uh, what are we watching? So oh shit! Uh, fuck. Seen Black Widow. It was okay. See, well, like I'm sorry. I think I it was better than okay. I, I I did see Black Widow. A few things was just very upsetting. Sick. She reminded me of Invincible for most of the movie, and also um, Taskmaster. That part really kind of pissed me off. But well, saw that coming. So the yes. part this the part when I when I realized who Taskmaster in the movie really was when it was the so when they started explaining the Red Room there was a scene I feel like it was if it wasn't the bridge there was another fight scene yeah it I was think a it was, it was a no bridge. it was the bridge but I think it was a fight scene after the bridge yeah, it was um, a fight I feel like where, where he was chasing both of them in the tra in the tank. Yeah. Did, when you chase when Taskmaster is chasing in the tank, but I think is there's a scene where like Taskmaster walks up or something like that. It was just the way the suit looked. Mm. I could tell it wasn't like the typical Taskmaster uh, 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 person that was in it. Like the so, dude, yeah. yeah, I didn't, I didn't know it was gonna, I didn't know it was gonna be that person because I still want, I don't want to ruin for somebody that didn't. Even though I really doesn't fucking care. Hold on, when it came out Friday, it came out Friday. Ah, it we, is what it we, is. We give him another week, guys. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't want to ruin it. I didn't yeah, want to. Fuck them. I didn't see. I didn't. That person that was in the in the in the suit. I didn't think. I didn't know it was gonna be them. Well, basically, let's just say it's the same sound. Every time you hear that sound, you can make the connection. Basically, my thing was my my, my only problem with it, or my, my main not my, my major problem, was the timing. It should have. Well, the timing was off because it was supposed to come out before Falcon and Winter Soldier. Basically. So it was it would have been the lead in the Falcon and Winter Soldier. But I still think it should have came out before um Well uh Infinity Wars. They should because no, it should have came it, it was perfectly fine where like the timing of it is good. It should have came out with Ant Man. So when Ant Man so they should have dropped like uh first Infinity Wars, then it should have been Ant Man because you get to see what that saga is. And then we should have got. Then we right. should have got Black Widow. Then we should have got Endgame. Right, right, because watching that, knowing that she says she's dead, it kind of just you it, did for it, no reason. It, it, it took something out. Like, yeah. uh, like I get, like what is she fighting for? Yeah, she, like I get it's her backstory, and it's Don't a good fight for your life. It's a good, it's a good yeah, backstory. Like it's a good right, backstory, right. and I get it. And but I would have been more interested in her backstory while she was still a current character because mm -hmm. I know, okay, I got her backstory, but there's there's nothing else. Like I already, oh shit. I already know that there's nothing else for her, even though there's clearly going to be something else for the other characters in, in the movie. But at least she was the main person in this movie. And for there to be nothing else coming, like me knowing there's nothing oh, else coming for this main person in the movie, it took actually, something out of it. We don't know. Because I mean, Marvel being Marvel, especially with the spin that they took in the movie itself, 
She could no. probably even no. Listen, she could probably even come back as fucking um. What's that? Spider Woman? Because she was supposed to be like a I think an ex. Um, damn, what's some agents called? The Shield <laughs> agent. But I think she was also supposed to be like an old Black Widow as well. I don't remember the backstory fully on Spider Woman. Nah, she's done because the, I can see the, I can see them spinning it with the Loki show, like Loki setting up. Loki show setting up for like, yo, anything can happen now. There's a zillion of these motherfuckers out here, and we could just be bored one day and just pluck your back. Like, I can see it setting up something like that. But that would be the only thing where it's a time travel. You, you take like past Black Widow, and 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 bring her back. But even that, that the f- the finality of the way she died and why she died, whatever. Then you just cheapen that. Like, what did she yeah. die for? Like, so you can't. As a storyteller, I'm thinking like you don't want to, you you just like weaken your uh your consequences and your stipulations for like me being the wrestler that I am. You don't want then you end up like WWE, so you don't want to do that. So that would be my main thing. Like the movie itself was good, but me knowing her end kind of took away yeah, took was... away from it from that. But other than that, it was it, it was good. But I I am looking forward to the other characters and how how they progress because they could do some interesting stuff. So is it gonna be like Ronan versus or is he yeah? Be so this is setting. So this is setting up for the Hawkeye movie. So from the scenes that I the Hawkeye show, show. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Hawkeye show from the is scenes that I Hawkeye? seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. still he's still. They show them in the Ronan suit. That's how I was just. Well, he I but think remember, he's on. The, he came he came back to Hawkeye by the end of Endgame. So he's back to Hawkeye. Was now. he really Hawkeye? Hawkeye? He, that's why I'm like I don't really but, remember. If but he he's, he's really on the he's on the run still. So like. In the show, on in the in the in the scenes that you see on the show, is him and his daughter running from somebody. So mm-hmm. now I think this sets up the plot where it could be multiple people. Where they're saying that the way they say it is like somebody for he's not on the run from the government. He should be on the run from her. He's no, run so if it's not her, it could be the yakuza as well. So I think he's gonna be. Okay, I yeah, think okay. he's gonna be on the run from multiple people. Okay, that makes sense. Like yeah. because like remember he he's finally he. He was killing all those people in those five year time span. Yeah. He finally gets his family back, but now his daughter wanted his daughter's with the shit because she wants to learn how to protect herself. Mm-hmm. And now they're saying that this person is setting up. So boom. So now you got her chasing you. You got the yakuza chasing you. And then so and now is like how we could kind of like fix Man, this this thing. But it, more than likely they're setting up for like a Young Avengers. But also, I think um, I'm trying to see this. This, this I think this, this, this a, evil team. Sure, I think is. Like, I think um, like it's supposed to be. Like is, is if it's not Dark uh, Avengers, it's gonna be Thunderbolts. That's yeah. That's the word I was yeah. looking for. Thunderbolts. That team but is looking like about to be something. That's the thing I don't like with Marvel kind of switching up the stuff, and especially with us not having like all the characters within the universe, especially like Spider Man, because with the Thunderbolts, is it Thunderbolts? Well, no, with the Dark Avengers, we're not gonna get um, the Iron Patriot. With um, what's his name inside the suit, Norman Osborn, since we didn't really like fully, they didn't fully get you know like the Sony okay to have them all in it. I mean, there's still time. Like the one thing I've, I'll, at least for me, what I've just come to like my own personal like, not satisfaction, but like understanding of or acceptance of that it's not going to be what the comics were. So I'm, I'm taking this like as so you know like in the, in the comics they might have like um different universes within the comics itself. Mm. So, like, MCU's, like, a whole... It's the same characters, but it's, it's a whole... different A whole different universe. And there's some overlap, but, like, I don't need it to be exactly... Because I understand what it is, whatever. So, like, I just, 
I get what you're saying, where you like, kind of wanted I, to I, be. Just certain things I just wanted it to be to be like, oh shit, that's I just how want they, the X Men to be nice. That's how they showed. But that's the thing too. I <laughs> want X Men. If they could bring the X Men into the world, into the shit. If they could bring X Men into the universe and make them good, I would be happy because X Men was, was always my favorite. Yeah, so, I think eventually. No, I think no, eventually that, that's my thing. they're gearing up for it. But also, I like one. I take them for face value because I trust Marvel with what they're doing. They haven't yes. really. I feel like out of all the movies, I probably like wasn't a fan of like maybe like two maybe and we're talking like fucking damn near 20 movies so i think that's a pretty good percentage um i this trust was, them this is my what's your thoughts on iron man 2 because honestly it kind of sucks iron man 2 and thor 2 is in dark world is probably like two of the movies, my least favorite Iron Man Two is cool actually um i meant to have my, my second least black widow is probably like my least favorite black widow is probably like my Third least my favorite because I and probably like I like this I like Black Widow more than I like Iron Man two and and uh, Thor so Dark World. Cause we didn't get the proper Crimson Dynamo, but they mentioned. I don't, I don't know who you're talking about. It's basically the Russian version of Iron Man, the same way um the Red Guardian was basically like the Russian version of um of Captain, uh, Captain. Captain America. But they mentioned that's what that's the whole thing. That's why the, si- the sister even mentioned them because like Crimson Dynamo. He's like, no, I'm the Red Guardian. But it's like nah, they I, just gave the nigga two whiplashes and that's it. Nah, I don't yeah. need I don't need all of that. Like I could deal. I like I like the the little hidden gem, the Easter eggs when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah. I don't need I don't need like, hey, this is what Stan Lee did in them first five years, and that's it. Like now nah, we're in certain times, like, and just to go with the story, because then I feel like if you do that and you just start. I don't need a comic book on on screen. I'm looking I'm I'm looking for a movie that's based on comic books. I don't want to see a comic book on in no, a no, movie, no. you know? I'm saying, like, I feel like certain characters just have more potential. So it doesn't have to be directly at the comic book. But I wanted another nigga in a suit to fight Iron Man. Not like how fucking um, Rhodey did, like, was fighting back and forth. What was that the second one, too? You talking about, like, when they put... But they gave you they gave you two people in suits. They gave you the fucking... Uh, or maybe three. Didn't they put... um. Uh, the Justin Hammond nigga in there. They gave you uh, uh Mickey Rourke was in the suit with Whiplash, and um and another person was in the suit. I believe. I think there was like three people that fought with like iron Whiplash suits and like. Have a full suit on. But I feel like he, he didn't. He had a suit on. He had a suit. It was he like had a like mechanical. Yeah, suit. Like, yeah, it wasn't, I don't, he was like exposed. Bro. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, shit like that. That, that don't bother me. Like yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm not. That one, yeah. yeah, like I'm not. I don't. I don't care for that. Like it is what it is. Like, like I said, I'm like, I'm here, I'm here to watch a movie that's based on a comic book and they have to translate that into certain stuff. And like certain things just isn't going to translate well. And like I said, I trust them to give me a story that's going to be along the lines of the normal one that we know, but I don't need, I don't like, to me, that's nobody I would care about. Like I cared, I cared about when they fucking, uh, uh, did the Mandarin wrong because that was like I want to see main big bads. That's another one. Know what I mean? So like if you're gonna give me somebody like that, like you gotta tell me like, all right, cool, like who's this motherfucker cool with? Because I ain't never heard of that motherfucker. Like when I was watching when I was coming to watch an Iron Man on channel eleven, it was the Mandarin and fucking Modoc each day. I remember this was a while ago, but I heard them say something like they could because like that was like a fake man, like they could bring. Yeah, the they could still, they could still, they so could still they bring, the, they could still bring that back. But I'm just saying for like that time, like yeah, 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 those yeah. type of characters, like when it comes to like stuff like that, that's what I want to see. But I think like the Mandarin eventually is gonna come back with the Ten Rings. I don't know how it that would make, but sense, not yeah. like, but I don't think it's gonna be in that movie. But the Ten Rings are now being brought into it. it. But I don't know how it would make sense now. Now that Tony Stark is that gone, was the other part that I you know, so. Like. 
It is like I said. It is what it is. I trust motherfuckers yeah. to do what they're gonna do. That's so, what they get paid yeah. the big bucks. I'm here to spend money to watch these shits. So I, so far, they've ended up in good places. So yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Um, I went to the movies. Well, other than Black Widow, which I saw the movies, I also went to see uh um Fast Nine. No. Oh, fuck. There was That's something else right. that came. What else that recently came out? Quiet Place Two. Ah damn. You're gonna see that tomorrow. It's bad that I can't remember what I, I when just When does the Ninja movie come out? It was, uh, uh, Snake Eyes? Yeah. Two weeks. 23rd. Okay. I went to the movies on Monday. What the fuck did I just see last week? Bro, we can't uh, help you. <laughs> what was... You don't remember what it was I was, was excited. About? I was excited. What was, what was it about? I was excited to come here and Was it that horse movie? Nah, I wonder what. It was like a... Yeah, it was like, it was a, like a legit. It was like a... Like a it was a like a legit cartoon. movie. It wasn't yeah, fast. But you movie. don't even remember what it was about? Nah, oh, shit. Yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? This motherfucker went to a peak show. Yo. <laughs> I was so excited on seeing this shit, too. Hold on. Wait. Wait. Oh, you went to a peak show, bro. Terrible. Sorry. You went to a peak show. Like, nah, I'm going to tell you right now. Hold on. What I just saw. What I just saw. Um, This is going to be some shit that everybody fucking saw. Damn. What I just saw. Did they Did take out the Ryan movies? Did you see Ryan the Last Dragon? That shit was fire. No. Nah, they took that shit out the movies? This is terrible podcasting. Super, because I have it's no idea what you're talking about, bro. Podcasting. Uh, the Forever Purge. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I saw that shit, too. That's also Forever Purge. Um, and, and now that I said it, it's come, it's come back to me. That was... I, I, I liked how they basically kind of, like, flipped immigration. So, at the end, all, like... They had the Mexicans talking about like like the dirty Americans crossing the border, <laughs> coming into the, and they had to like figure their shit out. I thought that nice. was like a, a, a cool a cool little twist. On uh, I, I do want to know what happened to the black dude, the uh, shorty's boss. In fact, that would be dope to like kind of like see what happened to him because I felt like he held her down. There's a, there's um, a there's a couple of logic things that didn't work, but I just I could just turn my brain off and just like let it let yeah, it. Yeah, I just overall I just like the fact that like they finally showed. What would really fucking happen if we had a purge? Because like, think about it. It's just oh, like yeah, they're not stopping them. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's yeah, like you not you not stopping them. Like motherfuckers, uh, eventually somebody was gonna break the law and just be like, nah, nigga, we doing this shit twenty four seven three sixty five. Yeah, and and I feel like it kind of showed like a little bit, a little peak of like what today's times could possibly kind of be thing. like. This was clearly a planned thing. And to plan something over like the entire United States, you need the internet, and you can't plan something like that without the government knowing. So the fact that they was all taken off guard—that that's the only thing. But once again, once you just turn your, your, the logic off of that, yeah, it's it's, it's a good movie. I, I like it. Yeah, like, I feel you. Like if you fuck with the purges, like it, it was um, it was. Nah, it, I could. Now that you say that, I could definitely see that. But I like the fact when you just like <laughs> just, we got to make it through the wall, and I was like, oh, this nigga built the wall. <laughs> shit built but like it was it was definitely dope um it wasn't my favorite out of the purge like oh, no, series no, 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 but definitely. it was it was dope for what my it was, was the, um, the one in new york like the very it, it wasn't the, the prequel first, it wasn't the first purge, the prequel, but the one, one that was supposed one. to be the first one yeah yeah the last one though the first i think yeah. it wasn't called like the first purge or some shit yeah i think so yeah 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 that, that might be that might one. be one of my favorite ones and i think like the second one the second one because i like well, which one was seven that seven was the one with um that was the one with um Homie was like the cop, and he was he was chasing down the uh, dude that killed his wife and kid. Or uh, maybe is this the fifth Purge movie? Because I feel like he was like he I was. Pro- I feel like he protected like a government a government uh uh, uh yeah because he came back and protected like a a government official an election war. So like I the second the and the third, okay. I think the second okay. and the third are like my favorites. 
Oh, like, all my, uh, literally, so the first one, the prequel, then the second, and then the third. Gotcha. And then, and then the first original one, and then this last one. Gotcha. If I had to rate them. That makes sense. And then the show was just somewhere in purgatory, because, yeah. I never saw the show. The show was decent. I would have loved to see it on, like, a, a actual, because it was on USA, so I would have loved to see it, like, on an HBO or something like that, where they could, like, really take it there. Gotcha, gotcha. And, like, would have loved to see, like, a horror like kind of like like American history, America Horror Story. I feel like for a cable channel, they take it there, and I feel like the Purge was kind of like, I right, we're gonna show you, we're gonna show you a season, we're gonna show you eight episodes across this one twenty four hours or whatever. Gotcha. And it was like, all right, whatever. Gotcha. Oh, uh, y'all watch anything else? I did, yeah, but I don't, but I don't care. I don't care to shit right now. I feel you. Um, I was just so happy to have two things to, oh, to come here with. So. I watched season five of Black Lightning. I started watching it. Then after five, I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry you even like decided to do that. To I thought, you know I, what? I'm not. I think mad I, I stopped somewhere and saw season two. Because this was like I like the whole vigilante shit when it comes to certain heroes, especially like when niggas be on that whole, yo, we can't hurt people too much and this and that. And it was just like this, like season was just like, yo, fuck it, I'm breaking your arm. And I love mm-hmm. shit like that, nigga. Shout out to Batman. You know what I mean, because you're violent and Batman. Not because I'm ba- I'm violent. I think, because I, I think feel we've like already a lot of... established that Batman would get beat up in real superhero life. It's, yeah. Anyway, so um, no, no. <laughs> All right. I mean, if somebody ran around with a Batman suit, yeah, but we're probably sure that they didn't train with fucking ninjas. Bruce Wayne would get washed by Wolverine. Would he really? Yes. Don't do that. Bruce Wayne's getting washed by Wolverine. You know that. Wolverine is the one who actually gets washed by a lot of people. Nah, Wolverine he's a fan favorite, but he gets washed a lot. And you know that. You but, know that. But he get washed by like powerful people, not by no human. And no human. Somehow Batman would not have a powerful person with him. Okay. Wolverine is washing. Wolverine. Okay. See, he has to get a whole other person. I'm about one He doesn't really have to. I mean, one on one, he is. Wa- you have a character that's brand over Braun. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. We're not Anywho. because you're gonna Anywho. argue with somebody who, who's a fan of these people. I'm Anthony. a fucking fan of Wolverine, but he gets his ass kicked, nigga. I don't want him not by ass humans. Kicked. Okay. <laughs> Anything else? Nope. I, yeah, uh, I just don't care like sharing with the rest. It's too much. So over over the weekend, some uh, Confederate statues and some other offensive statues um, in uh, Charlottesville, Virginia, came down. Over the day, they, they they finally took them down. Uh, if you're unfamiliar, Charlottesville, that's where they uh they had a a, a, a rally about those statues. Uh, in those early years of the Trump pres- presidency, where they had the Nazis in there, the tiki torches and all that, and uh they uh they the dude ran ran over a woman and and killed her. And uh, often you hear a lot of talk about like symbolism and. People are just doing these empty symbols to uh, to uh, uh, ingratiate themselves with this group or that group, and and there's really not any substance uh, behind it. And I do agree with 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 some of that, but something that kind of uh, stood out to me with the, the them taking down these these uh, these statues was the importance of symbol symbols. And symbolism and the reason why those statues went up in the first place and those statues were put up to intimidate black people to let them to let black people know that um 
after Reconstruction, after the Civil War, and after slavery, that they weren't <clears throat> they weren't wanted or welcomed, um, and they should go back to to wherever. And over the years, uh, people, racist people, took their children to these statues and and held them up, and and these symbols were uh, were empowering empowering to the to uh, to those those people for for, for decades and, and decades, and them taking them down. Now those people don't have these tangible statues to hold up where you can kind of lionize and, and kind of uh, make heroes out of bad people. And the thing to watch out for this week is kind of the importance of symbols. Sometimes we we are too quick to kind of diminish what symbols mean and the effectiveness of symbols. But they really are actual very important. Um, there's a reason why every country has a flag, right? There's a reason why places build statues, right? These things are held up to to esteem in the uh, the general psyche of the public, right? And as you have these symbols, and people take pride in these symbols, and uh, they strive to uh, to uh, to be these symbols or to live up these symbols or to uphold these symbols. And those things could be very motivating to a lot of people. So, like I said, the thing to watch out for is the importance of symbols, um, both bad and good, and uh, have having uh, honest conversations about what symbols mean and, and and how and how we choose our symbols. Um, anything else before we get out of here? Nah, man. Love, peace, and hair grease. Let's go about the socials. Wrap this thing up. Da Davis on everything. Well, BK on everything. It's no problem on all social media networks. You can follow me at It's Mr. Showtime on all social media platforms. Follow the brand at 2 Live Podcast. Hit us up on the email, 2LivePodcast at gmail.com. And until next time, beautiful people, be great.